Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav Beasy in the span, aka Motivate. And you're tuned in to another episode of Motivate TL. You got my girl right here. Hey, guys. Got your girl here, Motowns. Morgan. She up today. Momo. <laughs> uh, what else? Did you say Big Mo? Big Mo. <laughs> Mo TV. Uh, yeah, that's it. All of the above. Happy to be here. Another week. Happy well, to well, be uh, talking to y'all, and I have a guest here, a good friend of mine. His name is Rodney Dunn, but he goes by Dunn. Say what's up? What's up with it, y'all? Glad to be here. Yay! So yeah, we're gonna appreciate you, bro. Glad to have you, man. Get into some interesting stuff. Yeah, we got pretty pretty solid episode ahead of us. We definitely <laughs> want to just say shout out to everybody that tunes in on a weekly basis. Uh, thank you guys for rating us and subscribing subscribing and doing all that. Somebody told me the other day, like, I need to go rate it because I really like y'all's podcast. So, when you hear this episode, thank you. Okay, okay. He gonna put that name on I don't want to, I don't, <laughs> don't want to throw it. somebody I work with. Okay, <laughs> so, okay, that's okay. good enough. All right. Well, I got a little motivation for us today. Motivation with Mo. Alright, so um basically just a short little quote for y'all. Comparison is the thief of joy. Please stop comparing yourself to other people. Please stop comparing your timeline to other people's timeline. You don't know what people done been through. You don't know when your next big break is. So just be proud of what you're doing and keep going forward and stop comparing yourself to other people. Your path is your path. Right. You don't know. Old girl might have sold her ass to get that car. (laughs) And you out here grinding and praying and working. Most are selling their ass to get those cars. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Most are. So you just keep grinding and do it the right way. Unless you try to sell some ass. I mean, <laughs> and if you are selling ass, you know. Get out you live. Yeah. Only God no judge. Because hey, somebody paying for that ass. You feel me? <laughs> that ass must be good. <laughs> Big facts. That's oh. funny. So, yeah, stop comparing yourself to people. <laughs> you know, we always end up going left for stuff, but that's, that's real talk, though. You never know how people, you know, getting it. Most people who got it probably done did something to get it. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? So, it's hard to it's hard to do it the right way, but just keep grinding, y'all. It's, it's worth it. Right. So, Travis going to uh, break us in today. Yeah, you know, I let Mo give a motivational quote um, because when I was thinking about motivation on the way here, all I could think about was Tyler Perry opening up his studio this past weekend, man. Shout out to Tyler Perry. Um, that's a huge beep, deal. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a huge deal for us as African Americans because um, I actually haven't watched the interview he did with Gail King yet. But what I've read and what I've seen, uh, he said that Hollywood basically ignores him, and now he's created something that's bigger. This is one of the bigger studios than. All of the studios. So I heard that. I think Ava DuVernay said yeah. that they could put all the major studios inside, inside of his studio and still have 60 acres of land left. Yo, that is so inspiring, yo. In addition to it being on Fort, Mc, uh, Fort McPherson, 
which was, you know, housing for slaves back in the day, man. That was a major move. Like, he strategically... In a Confederate, like, army base. Confederate army base or whatever. So, man, that inspired me because something inside of me feels like I have that same effect at some point to change the world. I just haven't tapped into it yet. Um, and Tyler Perry just turned 50 and I ain't even close to 50 yet so I hey still man, got time look at your timeline don't worry look hey. at your timeline but no that's what I'm saying like it's inspiring to know that it ain't too late you feel me like you still I actually read something today you brought up Ava uh, DuVernay uh, she is producing like a 100 million dollar film and she didn't pick up a camera until she was 32 so another reason why you shouldn't compare yourself to people you know oh wow because, right you feel me because and she did This Is Us. Not This Is Us. Um, when They See Us. Um, with the guys from New York. Okay, with the white people who adopted a black boy. The Central, that's This Is Us. Oh. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I ain't fooling you. I barely watch TV, so you about to confuse me. <laughs> I know When They See Us was the Central Park Five guys. Um, the situation happened in New York. But she was a part of that. So that just, you know, more motivation as to why you shouldn't compare yourself to people. But... Definitely want to say a big shout out to Tyler Perry. Anybody that was somebody was there this weekend, man. For him to yeah, name, I was there. Name this right, right. We was there. We was there. Mm-hmm. We was there. You know, um, we just kind of tiptoed and we had to slide out. Me and Mo yeah. had other obligations, but you know what I'm saying. We, we just slid. We in showed the face. Out. Said what up to Beyonce. You know what I'm saying. Will Smith and all of them. Uh, Oprah was there. Scared man. I had to say what up to my boy uh, before I slid out. But uh, yeah, big up to Tyler Perry, man. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. So, um, pretty much, I guess we get asked done, what you been doing in these streets? <laughs> like, what's been going on this week? What you did today? Like, what's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. I definitely, uh, seen the news about the Tyler Perry thing. Uh, that's dope. That's, that's big for, uh, the black community. I, I've seen a few people... Trying to really trying to shit on it, but you know you're gonna always have Who tried to shit on it? I seen and what some, are they saying? I seen some chat on Twitter, uh that people it's you know, you're gonna always have those few extra woke people that kinda try to chime in and oh, pretty much try to rain on parade <laughs> but Twitter would tear their ass up. <laughs> but nah man, I ain't I ain't been having much going, man. Just just been kinda working, reading and you know, trying to prepare, you know. For the release of, like, multiple projects from, you know, artists that I'm managing and, you know, things of that nature. Just trying to be great every day. That's what's up. Facts, Trav, what you been up to? I haven't been doing much of anything uh, this past weekend. Um, Clearly, I was bored because I don't even remember what I did. Oh, you went to the Tyler Perry thing. Right, outside of that, you know, that was Saturday night, so, um, now I just chilled this weekend, man, I, no, actually, I rested intentionally, like, I didn't want to do anything, um, yeah, that's all, I don't have anything, I've just been working. Well, let me tell y'all about my weekend. Oh, you went to homecoming, go ahead and give it to him. That's actually not even the first event. And I was told, oh, that, I was told that I didn't miss nothing by not coming to homecoming, too. Oh wow, that doesn't sound fun Well, let me start with Thursday night I got to see the Tyler, the creator Live floor seats It was amazing That boy was singing That boy was rapping That boy was screaming I don't know, he would be like 
And then he would be like singing the next song. Like I wouldn't even have a voice to sing another song after he showed out like, man, that boy had them dance moves. He had that blonde wig on. Like that boy was fine. It was it was a whole it was a whole mood. Turn up, Tyler. I wish it wasn't over. I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a, hey, that's what the artists want. You feel me? The artists want to make his fans feel like that. It so was much respect so to him. good, and he didn't even have a whole lot of stage props and stuff. Like it was literally for the most part just him and a few backdrops. Like. The simplicity. Yeah. And he kept everyone's attention the entire time. It was beautiful. And that's what's so dope about him. Uh, I kind of feel like he's really, like, underrated. You know, both as an artist as an, and as a performer. Yeah, uh, definitely like, as I, a performer. I underrated him as a performer. Yeah. Because, like, as an artist, I, that last album that dropped went number one with no promo over DJ Khaled over DJ Khaled who's you know they pretty much force feed you DJ Khaled right (laughs) shit was crazy but then other than that I did go to homecoming a lot of the events that I planned on going to were not what I expected them to be but all in all I had a good time just because I got to see my friends that I don't get to see on a regular um is a lot of people that I really wanted to see and didn't get a chance to see. And it's like, oh, well, I guess. But I had a great time just fellowshipping with people more so than the actual events. I don't know who was over that little igloo shit that I paid for. But <laughs> the igloo was uh, falling to the ground when I got over there. Oh, there wasn't no man. way I could get up in that thing. But you know what? All in all, I got to the tailgate, started raining and shit. So I got drunk and I got to hang out with my friends. And Alabama A&M won. So that's all I could really ask for. Yeah, man. That's always a good time when you're with your friends. So y'all y'all went to Alabama A&M together. Yes. I know Dunn. Um, he is a part of the infamous Mobile association of, of Alabama and them and if y'all know anything about Mobile they stick to get like their like <laughs> and for some reason I was always the girl who just was with the Mobile girls always so when I met Dunn from the first day we met like even on some it's, it's some goofy shit but we was on some music shit still it's just cute it's just cute so Dunn was actually a superstar <laughs> no, at A and M. Okay, he was in a little rap group, <laughs> and I just knew them niggas was gonna be on One Hundred Six and Park any day. Now we was shooting videos on the bus and <laughs> <laughs> the yard. Uh, they the only niggas I know who wait One Hundred Six and Park was still on. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they had been the Bow Wow like, and the other girl. They had one to like more like right. internet kind of. I don't know, but I just no. It was still on. Yeah, okay, okay, a little bit. Okay, yeah, it was that the was la- early. It was like the latter part of one of yeah, it was part. definitely the okay. latter part. By Ryan Roxy. Yeah, I think so. But that's neither here nor there. I was I was trying to play y'all. You was, <laughs> <laughs> and it turned into a whole little serious. You know what I'm saying? Don't <laughs> ever try to play me. Continue your act. So, anywho. <laughs> Dunn and his other friends, they had the group, them dudes. 
they was the only group in Alabama A&M history to this day that could go get on stage at a club or at homecoming events and the whole crowd knew that shit were like niggas used to go crazy off of that shit but yeah I love them but now we grown so you was a groupie yeah, oh, I definitely was. Okay, okay. Like, no doubt Sounds about like it. it. They had a little mixtape going out at one point. She was, she was the head of groupies. Look. For them dudes. Hey, look. I wasn't the head. Okay. But them was my niggas. So, you know, wherever they was head. at, I... He was giving head. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> Disclaimer. Maybe I was. <laughs> definitely was not. <laughs> That that was like my family. I ain't never really know the other guy. Uh, what was his name? Jay Brand, Jay like Brand. that. Like I just see him in passing. But you and Pooh, y'all was my dogs for sure. Oh, so. Definitely. Nothing ever sexual. <laughs> okay. 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 But we gonna let Dunn kind of tell y'all what he got going on today. What what he's up to. What he's been up to. You know who he been working with. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Still the T dog. What's up? <laughs> well, uh, the, the first artist I started with, uh, a lot of you may have not heard of him yet, or you know you're just starting to hear of him. Uh, rapper by the name of No Cap. Uh, first mixtape dropped well while he was signed. Uh, he signed to Atlantic Records. Uh, the back end child. You know he's at over a hundred million streams. Uh, nice. So you manage him? Yeah, I manage him. Okay, yeah. Good. Yeah, I manage him. Uh, we started in like 2016. From the bottom? From like the, the bottom, from paying for shows to showing up to shows, not being able to perform. Like, definitely like just that grind, just like from the very bottom. To, you know, and a lot of people don't see that. They kind of think that, like, a lot of it is overnight. Right. But, you know, it's kind of really been, like, three years worth of grinding just to get to this point. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, uh, working with Cap uh, right now. Cap, Cap's incarcerated right now. But, you know. Free Cap. Free Cap, by the right. way. Free Cap. Uh, Free so Cap. So, we're just trying to work through this legal situation. Uh, I got a couple more artists coming through the pipeline. Uh, Braille and the G Dog. I also got a group called Bob and Larry. So uh, be on the lookout for those two, man. Those two group, well that group and that solo artist. Sign me, bro. And next, I be singing, bro. Sign me. Slide in there. My boy be singing, singing though. Nah, I be singing for real, but you sing for real, for real, like for real. Damn, that's dope, man. I'm going to let you hear yeah. it. I'm going to let you, because you're going to be like, Ooh. I bet I, I bet all the listeners are like, they should have, they should have. Oh, no, nah, I ain't singing now. Oh, yeah, Travis had right. a good day. He don't want to <laughs> sing for y'all today. But um, with No Cap, let's say, what was the biggest struggle from y'all coming from Mobile and trying to get in this music industry and, and get money? Like, what would you say, like, changed or what was the biggest adversity that you had with trying to get on? Uh, I think, like, the, the biggest problem that we had is with us being so close to, like, Atlanta, like, just trying to have him kind of, like, create a sound that kind of represents Mobile. 
Because okay. like when he you first to fall into that same Yeah, because like prime example, when he first started and we started kinda getting like some recognition, like you'll see on these mixtape sites it says Rising Atlanta mm-hmm. artist. That's why like his music started kinda like switching up. He started kinda like finding like his own sound because we wanted something that we can be like, you go down a mobile or you hear no cap, okay, this mobile. I mean, you're going to hear... Kind of like a boosting thing. Like, yeah. you know, that's, you know, the goal. Yeah, so it was just really just trying to, like, separate him. And we kind of knew that uh, the market wasn't really an issue. Just because, like, if you look at, like, some of, you know, these, like, big rappers right now, they're from small cities. Like, Lil Sky. Lil Sky is from, like, somewhere in Pennsylvania. Like, mm. something nobody... And people don't know, like, Lil Sky is, like... A mega star, right? Like, he's he's really a mega star, and you got Ray Shremmer from, from Mississippi, Tupelo, yes, Tupelo, Mississippi. That so yeah. shout out to their producer with with Michael Will, the yeah. real producer that's behind yeah. the Michael Will made it name, right? Because exactly. he just stamped right he just stamped his tag <laughs> and stuff, right? Exactly, exactly. So yeah, if, if anything, I would say like the hardest thing was just kind of just trying to create him a lane to which okay. When you hear something, you hear a style of rap, oh, no cap started that. And okay. I think we, we, we kind of started to see that when you see a lot of these up-and-coming rappers. Uh, everybody back to doing punchlines now. And I feel like... Cap, oh, no cap be coming I, with them. I feel like Cap brought that back on a wheezy type level. Like, nobody was doing that since Wayne. Oh yeah, because I definitely it's it's easy for me to scroll through my timeline and see people like quote quoting your boy yeah, like yeah. with the little punchlines. I be like, you know, being your friend sometimes it kind of makes me not realize how big things are yeah. until I see niggas and girls that I know. I don't want to say being lame or thirsty. But, like, real life talking to they self in Cap's comments and stuff. And I'm like... Or, like, even when, like, Future had, like, yeah. said something about him. I'm like, oh, this this is for real, for real. And, you know, even in the beginning when Baby had mentioned him on The Breakfast yeah. Club. I'm like, niggas... I mean, he not there yet. But niggas' names is not just being mentioned on the breakfast but see and that's the good thing about you know what I'm saying the industry too because if your name is being mentioned on that level then that's where you want your name to come up at you know what I'm saying like although it may not have gotten to consumers and you know everybody else but that's where you want your name to be and that's a great start because that was still the beginning and I got one more kind of question for you with him being incarcerated right now do you think that he could ever fully give up the street life for the artist life? Yeah, most definitely because we've definitely just it's the music has been a blessing to us. And I know one thing like I, I I've kind of just preached the cap is like for a long time I feel like he kinda used to get complacent. As far as just being so used to being like the big artist in the city, right? right. He like, oh, I'm on in mobile. Yeah. So like, when you when you go into these places, 
you know, you got $40,000 in your mouth, you got a $20,000 chain on, $20,000 watch on, and you go to the mall and people flocking to you, like, you, you really a hero in your city, and right. it's just like, I feel like that got to him, but I kind of, he started to kind of like turn the corner to where he's in Atlanta more, you know, we're in LA, like just moving around in New York, so um, if anything, I definitely think he can, he can lead the streets. You know, just because, like, he hasn't, you know, been in the streets. You know, this, you know, particular situation is just something. But this ain't the first time. I was about to say, have you been to jail before? Yeah, he has. But, like, the last time he went to jail, that's when we first started. Okay. He caught those charges when we were, like, we were still at the bottom. Like, he caught those charges. We weren't even getting paid for shows yet. Mm -hmm. So, that's how we kind of knew that a break was coming. Because he caught those charges back to back, like. Back to fucking back. And after that, he stayed out of it and everything started looking up. But, you know, he, he see the bigger picture. He's maturing. At the end of the day, he's nothing but tw- 21. He's 20. He just turned 21. Okay, that makes so, sense. That yeah, he's he a young he, dude. You he, know. Yeah, he's young and he yeah. just... He's not really thinking all the way. Yeah, He's not that. thinking it through yet. You know what no I'm saying? Definitely. He's considering that bigger picture, which it takes... Situations like these, exactly. hopefully, you know, he thinking about that while he locked up or whatever. He just thinking about how he gonna execute his plan when he get out. Exactly, or, you know what I'm saying. I mean, y'all, y'all pretty much got a plan. It's already there. He just got to do his part and, you know, be an artist. Yeah, yeah. and you, know you just gotta with these artists, especially with, with them being so young. Like you see it with Kodak, right. you see it with YB. It's just preaching to these young artists like. You don't have a point to prove. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You know, exactly. and it, and it's more so with you see it happen with you know the street rappers. You know, like right. you know they they've done whatever in the streets and right. You know you you've clearly been been stamped to where. I mean, ain't nobody played with you really and tough. like so you don't really have nothing to prove and just with them being so young they getting money like and it's quick money and it's, yeah. you know not that it's quick money but you get this much of a lump sum mm-hmm. for work. all that work yeah, yeah for all that work and another thing too like his only point that he need to try to prove is not getting locked exactly. up <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm saying like cause that's what people want that's for what you. you want that's what they and want and as much as you know you a neighborhood hometown hero folks wanna be like oh yeah he fucked that up Exactly, and it's also easy to let that stuff get to your head on some hometown hero type shit, you know what I'm saying? Because you are somebody to those people, but, you know, it's a world out here, you feel what I'm saying? So that community of people really, that's nothing, you know what I'm saying? But it takes maturity to realize that stuff, man. I definitely think that, you know, with time, he'll mature and... Yeah, man, y'all just keep doing what y'all doing, bro. So, man, that's like dope for real. That's what's up. So, since we already on the music topic, what what have you been listening to? And you in your car or man, I've I've been listening to, uh, I've been listening to uh, over it. Oh, me too. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of like what Summer did, uh, especially like bringing the legends out. Um, yeah, I think my favorite song is 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 the song with Usher. Usher, yeah, that's yeah. the one that's like number one. Yeah. 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 yeah, I just like what they that's did from, from a sample standpoint man. and kind of how, like I said, huh? Usher just missed so well, right? And some are just so talented. Like if you've been following us since like session thirty two, like 
it got so real that when the tape, like when the album dropped, I text like her CEO, like, bro, like this shit next level, bro. And I think she slated to do like uh, 150,000 units or, mm-hmm. you know, something around that. Oh, she so, done knocked that out the park. Yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely that's that's kind of what I've been jamming. And what like, I lately. think about Summer Walker, which I don't know if this is purposely done because she's been doing this, but none of her songs are more than like two minutes long. Yeah. So you can literally listen to her album three times in one sitting, which circulates those streams when people are having four and five minute songs people are really only getting through your entire album maybe once in two sittings trust me that like that's that's strategic and she's right. but she's been doing that yeah. even with like her past mixtapes even what she said session 32 as soon as you get the feeling it it'd be like oh i gotta run this back right. eight more times right. eight more times <laughs> you know someone else that kind of like that was doing that uh Cowboy, cowboy, okay. cowboy was doing it. He's like one of the, one of the first like new school people like I seen doing it like when he first came out. Like that's why songs like Envy Me like went crazy yeah. because you have to play it over and over and over so, to get your fix. Yeah. And that's that's great marketing. It, that's a great strategy because I when I first uh, listened to that first little project she put out. And that song, I mean, that project actually had a lot of songs on it. But I found myself knowing all the words to every song because the songs was only two minutes long. And I'm like, this is perfect. This is perfect. She got the key. Well, I guess I can't really say what I've been listening to because it's the same thing I've been on that. And and the baby, of course. But we kind of talked about that last week. You got got anything new, Trav? I haven't. Um, Summer Walker. Definitely been vibing to that project. She done took over the chart. I can appreciate what women are doing in R and B now. Like they really holding it down. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they holding that R and B thing down. I can really respect that because this is what we've been missing. Yeah. You know, so within this last year, oh, you got Scissor, you got her, you got Summer Walker, you got um, Ari Lennox. Ari yeah. Lennox. You got, I mean, of course, you got your Janae Aiko. You got your Kalani. Speaking uh, of Janae, my girl went off on that I'll Kill You. I forgot it was even Lennox. Summer Walker's song. It's on the Over It Project. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She went in. Yeah, that, that's one of my um, that's one of my favorites off of that, too. Like, I'm talking about you ain't even them. heard it. I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was talking about... Something she put out, I was like, oh, she put But she did put out the Trigger remix yeah, the trigger, with yeah. Summer Walker and 21 Savage. And I thought that Summer Walker sounded just like Janae Aiko on that. Like, mm-hmm. I had to run it back and mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, that is Summer Walker. But that's dope that everybody is meshing and doing well and showing Real each time, other man. the light mm-hmm. and shine. I love it. I love it. I love it. Dang, my computer loud. I need to... Mean that <laughs> you don't want to know twice. Well, we can we can get into some deeper discussion. What now. else going on in these social media streets? What you got? Social media. Uh, oh, today this just happened. It's off the top right here. I know what you're gonna say. Ari and G yeah. heard all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay, so I guess she was talking about. The baby being around his girlfriend? Yeah. 
That picture didn't even look like his girlfriend to me. I don't know. But anywho, I guess her baby daddy had a baby around his girlfriend and she clearly told him not to have their baby around his girlfriend, which I think is bitter, bitter baby mama step one is when you tell a nigga he can't have y'all's kid around his significant other. Because that just opens up a door for lies and stuff to start. Because, like, if that's his girlfriend and he's with him all the time and he wants to see his son, he's automatically going to be around that girl. And if that girl loves him, she's not going to hurt y'all, baby. Right. So, she done went in on social media talking about, I told you not to have my child around her. That's why you got herpes and you're going to have that shit forever. And you talking about you don't got it no more. Because Baby, mama's got to stop responding out of bitterness, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And stop making decisions out of bitterness. I know it's hard. I mean, I got two sisters with kids and, you know. And I used to tell them the same thing, like, yo. She done said this man went to the witch doctor to get his herpes cured. Man. And then what else she said? She said, oh, girl had fucked one of his homeboys. How she a wife and she fucked one of your homeboys. Like, she just really went in. And it was was his birthday. And. She just bitter. Yeah, it was so unnecessary. And I really want to like her. Because she's so cute and she be throwing that ass. And when she throw that ass, it kind of make my coochie jump a little bit. But. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. another note. <laughs> so I really want her to be a good person behind this cute little face and little body. But she just. So you say you want to shake her ass in front of you. That's what you want. Oh, yeah. I definitely get go. booty. Oh, whoa, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you trying, trying to lick that booty? <laughs> I don't know about all that. You know, sometimes when the booty be too big and the nails be too long, I be just trying to understand how they wipe all the doo-doo out good. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Leave it the most. I mean, what? that's just how I think about. I don't got no nails and sometimes it be a little, you know. Get in there a few extra times. So, also in these social media streets, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kanye West had him a nice little rant. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mo, you wanna? Okay, so Kanye West pretty much said, you know, he's still in support with Donald Trump. The Republicans freed the slaves and that he would never do anything, make any choices based off solely being black. Okay, let's start with the first comment. Nobody really cared that you just support Donald Trump that much. First of all, you didn't even vote. You got on the bandwagon after he was already president. Second of all, yes, the Republicans did free the slaves. But about 10 to 20 years after they freed the slaves, they became a far right party that still hated black people and created segregation. And further on to break down blacks mentally, never gave us uh, our reparations. When we did get our own black Wall Street and all of that, they burnt it to the ground. Republicans are the party that freed us, but also switched into a party that became specifically to keep us down. So thanks for that history lesson, Kanye, but you didn't keep flipping the pages in the book. Man, listen, I'm, I'm just gonna say what two words. Two words for y'all, man. 
sell records. That's all it is. And I know it sounds cliche, but just being around music executives, I was just I was just in a uh cap had a meeting, we were in LA about about a month ago and a well renowned music executive, Mike Cameron, just used to talk about how Kanye uses controversy to sell. And that's all it is. I can guarantee y'all an album is coming soon. I know oh, yeah, I, I think next, I think next week. I, I well, think, no, he I put think, a date. Oh, in October or something. I think, I think he's doing what the, the Sunday service, like yeah. a gospel type album. Yeah. Like, Jesus is King. I tell y'all this. Sunday service just came here how long? Like two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah probably like, we were there. Yeah. Y'all were there, right? Like a month ago, yeah. Travis sang with him. Mm hmm. My your point. my point, but right, my point sure. is he knew not to say that shit in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> he said that shit in Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah, he did. Because even I mean, before I, he I got would a... say like I'm a Kanye fan, but I don't get so much involved with mm-hmm. that side of Kanye. You know Same. what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, hell, we all entitled to our opinion, Same. regardless of what. I mean, think about you. You friends with people, you don't agree with everything that they do. You feel me? So I don't think. It's fair for us to... Well, people can do what they want to do. Me, as a fan of his artistry, of his creativity and all of that, um, I just look beyond all of that. It's just it's a Kanye rant. I mean, like you said, he's trying to sell his record. It's going to get him in the media. It's going to get more people. But guess what? It's not going to stop him from selling out, whether it's his shoes, his album, exactly. his clothing, his merchandise, all of that, his tour... If we as black people ain't buying, I'm tell you who gonna buy them white folks. Them exactly, Asians. he already has you know a fan saying? base. So I mean, he good. I I I understand some of the stuff he says sometimes to a certain extent, but it's like you know, people only gonna pull out the pieces of stuff that they want to get from it. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So I I didn't hear the whole thing, but. You know, Kanye definitely said some reckless stuff. That's just Kanye. He's always been very expressive. And I think that's that's what people need to realize. It's just Kanye. It's right? just Kanye. This man say the stuff that people probably think but just yeah. won't say. <laughs> just you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there's more people out here than we know that represent Republican Party on the low. They, just, they ain't going to publicly exactly. say that. You know what I'm saying? I remember when uh, Donald Trump was first running, you know, I heard pastors saying oh most churches are republican because of the taxes the taxes and everything you feel me so now all of a sudden because he's saying all of this stuff that doesn't change the way you know they're structuring structuring society uh because we lack the knowledge and what's going on on the back end i mean that's above our tax bracket obviously because i don't know (laughs) that's above me (laughs) you feel me so i think i just it's kind of so we gonna leave that. Oh yeah, I'ma still listen to the little album. No, I mean, Jesus King coming out. Soon. Oh God, I'm not promoting this, <laughs> but we can't we can't agree to disagree on some stuff. And and it's hella ignorant ass people. I think NBA young boy is ignorant as hell at, at some points of times. But if if I'm in the club and one of his songs come on, I'ma still bop to that shit. Like, <laughs> so it just kind of be like, come on, bro, please. The people is. Rooting for you. I will say he can do without saying some of it, but you can't stop this man from expressing himself. And like you said, sell records. Just, I don't take nothing that Kanye says serious. 
Like I said, he just he's a part of the job. Man, that, 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 listen, man, he in the Kardashian family. They don't know how to do nothing else. They, they know, know how to, to make sell. some They know how to sell. They know how to sell and make some money, man. Like, I think even with the Kardashians now, they brought up something that happened like the beginning of the first season and they bring it back up because they, you know, people are saying they're trying to get their ratings up. I think it was something Tristan said to Chloe like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. They bringing it back up. To get the viewers up for the show, yeah. you know they what over ten, thirty, like thirteen seasons yeah. now, just that off of crazy. just off of controversy and things that you know they do stuff. So they sell it, man. We just gotta learn how to stop taking stuff so personal. Exactly, exactly. Because like, like <laughs> that's you just, above me. You just said it yourself. You know, y'all went to the Sunday sir. I do all this pro Republican, pro pro white stuff, and then. I come to one of the blackest cities still in the pack US out. Still and, pack and out. Do Newburgh. a Sunday service. You feel me? Like it has no, <laughs> it has no, um, you know, background as far as being a preacher or being yeah. somebody of that stature. You know what I'm saying? And can still not just Atlanta. You know, he did it, did it in Detroit. Yeah, do it in LA every week, and people still are going to it. I mean, at the end of the day, music itself is healing. Mm. So regardless of how a person feels about it. They music make can make me feel a totally different way, and it's gonna completely overlook the physical or mental side of that individual. So, hey, let's sell these records. That's what he's doing. Um, you exactly. see what I mean? So clearly, y'all don't know how to cancel people, anyways. You know, what black you know, black people. Would do y'all can't even stop while. listening to R. Kelly. So. Shit. <laughs> you always gotta bring that up. <laughs> that just—that's the basis of it all. How can we expect anybody to do anything, and y'all won't even stop listening to a child molester? I actually stopped listening to R. Kelly. I did too, though. I did. I, had I have. I have a little. It took you a little. It while. did. It did not though. Now nah, it, it really took sus- me since. You got nieces for so sure. I, that 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 the Kelly thing was like definitely after surviving R. Kelly. I had to completely like. I was still listening. That's when I realized. I was still listening to his features. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't, Alexa, play R. Kelly Station. I had to cut that out. <laughs> he featured on a little song. He, he, he had some great features, but I had to cut the features out too because, uh, but Contagious is still one of the most classic songs. You can't just do Ron Isley like that. What oh, the hell is going on between the sheets of in my home? Baby, wait, let me explain for you. Oh, we can't see that. Right. Right. <laughs> it's easy to hop on it, you know what I'm saying? His music was timeless, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, he gotta go. He gotta go. All right, so now it is finally time. Bam, bam, bam. For the questions of the day, <laughs> we gonna let Travis go first because go first. this nigga been tripping. <laughs> so I don't know. I listen. First of all, thinking of this question every week is a task. Okay, especially when I can't listen to music at work or podcasts at work. So we've talked about this before. I just did it as a poll, real quick. Funny thing is, I went on Mo's time, a Mo's story, and she asked a question in line with what I. Did my poll on so once a cheater always a cheater. Yes or no? What you think, bro? I say no. Okay, cool. I say I, I say it's it's, it's it's all about growth. I like I, it. Yeah, because I because I know answer, me, brother. I know me personally. Like I got like a late start. So like Mo said, like at, in college, like I was kind of like I was quiet in high school. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I knew people, but I was quiet. What high school you went to? On the floor. Okay, you going yeah. to the all class reunion? Always. I'm big up. So, <laughs> hey, and that, that, that's usually like, class the, the, best, the best all class reunion is LaFleur's. But like I said, I got like a late start, like as far as like females and stuff like that. So when I got to college, I had like a little fame, like, mm. shit, I had hoes. Like, right, just, right, right. You know, and I had a girlfriend at the time and, you oh, know, yeah. and I used to be like the the one woman type, one woman type dude. But right. Like, shit, I got dogged out one time and then after that. It was we, a wrap, right? It was over I feel early. it. I was a similar situation for me. Like, I wasn't that guy in high school. I mean, I had a girl most of my, mostly in high school, so it was for me, same thing in college. You know what I'm saying? But I was thinking about this today when it comes to cheating. So, to the poll, uh, 75% said, nah, people change. 25% said, yeah. And that was about 20 people voted. So, majority said, nah, people change. I was thinking about this today. Like, as young men, as boys... If you go around your family members, some of your uncles at a cookout, and you say, oh, yeah, uh, I got five girlfriends. They're going to be like, hey, nephew, I see you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They, they, they praise you for that. You feel me? Yeah. And so it's almost like we're trained to think that that's okay. Not realizing. I mean, we just little boys. So if you say that, they ain't thinking like, oh, he's going to grow up and be a cheater. But at the same time, that's training. While you think about women, you know. They've been trained to be housewives, or you 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 got to stick with this one guy, and I think that's why it hits. Through so, it all, it, you feel me, <laughs> like bro, bro, that's, that's wild, right? Great. I've never met this guy a day in my life. When I when I explain this, I explain it the exact same way. Because as a man, like as a boy, like you're measured on how many hoes you can get. Real talk. And this is from a young age, especially once you kindergarten, little boy. Yeah, like, oh, I got three girlfriends. I got like, I'm a man. You going home like that was yeah. And your mama and your grandma, they all be with the shit. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, he has something. Yeah. <laughs> he gonna be yeah. breaking some off. Yeah, you yeah talk. ain't nobody saying no. You need you. You only supposed yeah. to have one girl. You can't yeah. be having three of them. You know what I'm saying? I think they don't realize that subconsciously, man. That's programming in our minds to be cheaters. Because you know white saying? folks don't do that. Real, I don't know what white folks do. Exactly. I, I know. Yeah, I can't, I can't say <laughs> they that. be like, Sarah, that's coming to your baseball game, she might be the one, Johnny. <laughs> I and, can see that. and y'all need to go ahead and start saving and building so you can start a family. Right, right. That, right. They train them early. You know what I'm saying? And I'll say, too, you know what I'm saying? I was raised in a two-parent home, so I only saw... My dad with my mom. So the older you get, you see that, you know, that this is how it should be. But by this time, you've been trained all the time. Like, I got to have five girlfriends. Man, now nah, that shit expensive. Man, you feel fellas, like listen, that? listen. Next time you get caught cheating on your girl, just blame society. <laughs> Real it's not That's your way out, bro. It's society king. Society, it's society fault, king. Man. <laughs> Next yeah, question. <laughs> These niggas done got out of hand. <laughs> Can you trust a person again after they've cheated? Now this is for the men. I mean, <laughs> that's okay. Listen here. This this is where we kind of get into. First of all, disclaimer: uh, We live in a society where you know it's kind of like one sided sometimes. And what I mean by that with males and females, like, 
It's definitely a double standard. It's, 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 it's definitely a double standard. I know, and I feel like uh, 85% of men feel like this. If their girl cheats on them, they going to have a way harder time of taking them. Even after... They probably didn't cheat on her like three or four times. And I think and it's an ego and pride. Yeah, most definitely. Men, you know what I'm saying? Most like, definitely. It ain't that I can't trust you again. It's just like, you want up on me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. And it, what is cheating? Uh, somebody asked this like, all of this is in retrospect to what is cheating. I was just thinking about sex. Oh, and that's how I think of it. Like, niggas, we can get petty, but like, you know, I, I give you the... I'll give you hell for like a text message or something. Right, right. It won't be nothing crazy, but if a nigga fuck you, and then I'm going to ask you a question, did you suck his dick? <laughs> so that <laughs> need to know. You need to know how far this shit went. Because like, at the end of the day, like, you just like, bro, like, this my girl, like, and then we know like a lot yeah, of yeah man your girl can't be stopping yeah, stopping a nigga down like you can't come back kissing me learning this shit and it back to you like and we uh-uh. just we just know how emotionally involved y'all get and that's like, the thing it ain't too many females that can fuck with that feelings Facts. like Mo I've been knowing you like a long time you a savage like you one of the few <laughs> you one of the few females that I know. That person is just come from our personal relationship that you can fuck a nigga and not even think about it. Like, <laughs> just, okay. Like, like, real, like real shit. Like, she, like mo, mo, more real, not saying more yeah, or anything. No, no. Like, more mo real, like, sad. I mean, I went to college, so y'all know. Mo, mo, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't too many people. You know, back a time or two. <laughs> you know, I done, I done had to try a few <laughs> things now. You quit at a time or two. Yeah, so it ain't, it ain't too many, but. Mo is like in that one percentile, like. Oh, but I'm I'm so I'm such an I'm such a sap now though, done. You oh well, yeah, I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She be making me cry. I I feel like, but I will. Who is this? I will say, college will teach you to get over your feelings. Yeah, because hey, it's like these hoes for everybody. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I learned that in college. Like straight up, I'll never forget. This girl told me um, because. I wasn't raised to just be out here sleeping around and just doing all this stuff. Like, you know, I'm, I was a sap ass nigga. And this girl said, man, you don't have to come over here cuddling all the time. Like, that was some dick. She changed the game in my life. You feel what I'm saying? The thing that messed me up though, I started treating every situation like that. Then I found myself, you know, later on, like on some lonely shit. Cause it's like, I'm, Going that direction, that that was one girl that told me that every girl doesn't necessarily yeah. want that. And the older you get, the more your mind changes about it. But she changed the game. For me, I was like, all right, cool. And that was my freshman year in college. So I was single my whole time in college. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see what happened <laughs> with me is I thought I was this sap when I first got to college. And then I met some mobile girls who told me, hey, friend. You know you ain't got to keep fucking on this weak-ass nigga you living with, right? <laughs> like, it's hella niggas who's going to do shit for you, and you ain't even got to talk to them no more. <laughs> Once somebody put you on and they open it up, bro, it's a wrap, man. It's a wrap. So I think, like, even when it comes down to cheating, you know, it's not that you can't necessarily trust 
your, you know, for guys, it, it's not that I can't trust a girl no more. It's just more of a like, damn. Like, have you ever had a girl cheat on you that you stayed with? I haven't, actually. What about you? I'm pretty sure I have. Just because, like I said, I used to cheat bad. Yeah. Like, fuck up. Like, I worked the overnight shift, too. To us, yeah. sometimes I work 16-hour days. I passed so, that place the yeah, other day. Yeah. So I fuck around and get off at 3 in the morning and be like, oh, shit, I was at work till 9. Yeah. On that type shit. So I know I, I know you for sure it's been two guys who have forgiven me for cheating. Um, one, I definitely think would marry me even to this day, even though I definitely did him dirty. But that was the kind of love he had for me. And the other one, it literally became a back and forth. Do you think you would cheat on him? The one you said that that's the kind of love he got for you? Would you? Yeah. Once once I cheat on you and get away with it and you still love me, I'm probably still going to do that shit. That's a shame, bro. But I'm at a point <laughs> where now if I'm enticed to cheat on you, I probably just shouldn't be with you. Right, right. Fact. And that's 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 always where I was with but it. But I'm like a, can I have my cake and eat it too uh-uh, as uh, person. Uh-uh, uh-uh. So if you gonna let me have you my cake, have and, cake eat and eat it too, too, I'm gonna do both. Like it's, cake, like it's, it's, it's cake, that's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. <laughs> it's okay if you want it. <laughs> so it's just kind of like I understand that once a cheater always a cheater in the aspect maybe with a certain person like Travis if me and you together and I cheat on you you forgive me once a cheater I'm gonna always be a cheater now but if you leave me and I learn my lesson and maybe with the next person right I, 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 I don't think cheater. it's fair to look at a person like honestly these days now I try not to get into somebody else's past regardless whatever you did back then I can only base my trust off of what we're building at this moment in our life. Honestly, you ain't got to tell me about your past. If you share some information and we kind of talking about Shit, she ain't got to tell you about that gangbang? Listen, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, if I... I'm going to know if that thing got too many miles yeah, on it. I'm going to know if that pussy got too many miles on it. Now, then I'm going to start, hey... Because, I mean, based on how you move, based on your experience, based on certain things, based on how wide that thing is, I mean, that play a role in it. Now, the pussies get sloppy, don't you play? Yeah, too many things. We can push whole babies out of it right out a lot. Listen, now, you could tell if you could tell if that pussy got too many miles on it. And honestly, there are, those are things I listen to in conversation. You know, those are things that I observe during sex. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not, you know. But I ain't going to get too much in your past. But also, I don't think it's fair for, you know, you to judge a person based off of that. Because at the end of the day, everybody learns something from their relationship when they get out of that relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you try to be a better person. Whether or not you were hurt, you realize that there's things that you could have been doing differently or things that you accepted that you couldn't. You know, everybody, that's why I think it's important for you to kind of have that time out of a relationship. Just to be single, you know what I'm saying? Just to kind of realize that you won't go back into the next situation with that hurt, with that bitterness. like. And just to piggyback off of what we was talking about a little earlier, because a lot of the answers I was getting on my question was, oh, no, I can't trust that person again. Oh, no, the relationship is over. But that double standard comes back in. Women are programmed to hold a nigga down through it all. I know personally I have been with guys 
who have cheated on me. I might not have could put my finger on it exactly, but you have the intuition to know something is wrong. And that feeling alone should be enough to leave. Because if a, a nigga have that feeling about you, he gonna, he's going to be gone. Yeah. I wouldn't say a nigga would be gone. Because he know what he doing. I think, I think the only way to be... A nigga would be gone as if he's really putting this all into this. Mm-hmm. But and women, that's what we do. Right, y'all do that from the jump. I yeah, agree. I agree. You know what I'm saying? But I think for guys, if I'm giving this my all, right, and I know what I could be doing outside of this, and oh, I, you know what I'm saying? I made oh, this God. decision to give you my all, and you're going to go and do that to me. Like, it's going to be more so of a pride, ego type of thing. Because yeah. at the end of the day, a nigga. If, a, if I'm out and I'm chilling, go back to how we were raised, um, how we were programmed as as young people. You didn't necessarily hear about women hanging out much. Women stayed in the house. They watching the kids. They cleaning up. You hear about the guys going to kick it with his guys mm-hmm. and hanging out more. You, you're not just going to... Back in the day, women just weren't in industries like that. Niggas was, right? So it's curiosity. If a girl throwing the pussy at you, ain't that you necessarily want to do it. That's why a nigga can mess around with a girl and it literally not be nothing after the fact because literally like I was in the moment, you know, you start thinking. Y'all just want to see if y'all still got it. That That's really what, what it means. Yeah, and, and after the fact, you mean nothing to me. Uh, you know, not to that extent. That's like a real nigga moment. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you mean nothing to me at all, but I don't want nothing else with you. Like that was good. It was straight. You know, this was good, something new, but it's like now, you know, at the end of the day, I got something on waiting on me that gives me way more. So, you know, I think it's just more so of like girls naturally nurture, they put their all into the situation from the jump. And that's, and like he said, that's what make a nigga like leave. Like, if I'm putting my all into it, and like he said, I could be doing so much more. Like, like prime example, like my girl, like I'm on the road. Every weekend with the hottest artists out right now. You know, it ain't been bitches, I suck your dick if you let me get to cap or like any given time. We, you feel me? Like it like, like it get it gets crazy. Like it gets crazy. Especially if we go to like these small towns, like it been it ain't been points points in time like I always get capped to sweep. Well Cap might have twenty bitches just in his room. Yeah. And all them, they just, they want to fuck the crew. Yeah. And, you know, I'm quiet, reserved. They know I'm somebody. And I done had plenty of bitches, like, throw their ass at me. But I'm like, nah. Yeah. I got a girl. I'm chilling. I'm 29. That's real power, like, man. I respect that. Yeah. Man. Like, um, and I I tell my girl all the time, like, bro, like, I can be fucking bitches. Especially like, when your girl like, nagging about stuff and you ain't doing nothing. Like, yo, fight down. Yo, you doing this. Fight down. Like, chill out. Shit, I like, if you knew, <laughs> if you knew, like, man, I'm trying to tell you. Girls will nag you to death, boy. They might like, Okay. All right. Well, I do thank you, fellas, for y'all opinions, especially Travs about the nagging women. But we are dwindling down to the end of our show. Oh, you gonna cut us off? Yes, I am gonna okay. be that person to cut y'all hey, off. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody. Done. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Plug in your. Chopping it up with us. Instagram. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, y'all can follow me uh, at Fat Dan on IG and Twitter. That's at. 
Fat Dunn, F-A-T-D-U-N-N. All right, y'all know where y'all can find us. Me, Twitter, Instagram, Mo underscore Towns. Trav. I underscore Mota, M-O-T-I-V, <laughs> underscore number eight. Of course, you can follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, at Let's Motivate L-E-T-S-M-O-T-I-V-A-T-L. Yep, so make sure y'all tell a friend, tell a stranger, tell your mama, tell your auntie. If any of this started conversation with you and your friends, let them know this conversation started from Motivate TL. And tell them to go subscribe, follow, do all that great stuff. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. We out this thing. Bye. You want to say bye, Don? All right, child. <laughs> <laughs> Be good.